Hello, people who like languages. I'm your host, Adam. Welcome to Path of the Polyglot, The Path of the Polyglot, a podcast for people who love and are interested in languages. Um, So today on the show, I'm going to update you a little bit on my progress to speak at least 100 languages. And I have a list that I have, because, you know, generally I'm trying to do a really mainstream language and then a very obscure language. But I found a list on the internet about the 10 most bizarre languages spoken around the world. And uh, so I'll go through that list and then we can discuss them. And I know for the past couple of weeks, I've been promising that the sound quality is going to improve, but um, we're working on it. It's a work in progress. I had some uh, financial considerations this uh, month that prevented me from improving the sound quality as much and as quickly as I'd liked to. So it's a work in progress. Please bear with me. So, um, this list, the 10 Bizarre Languages Still Spoken Around the World, was published on Listverse. Uh, Number 10, they have Archie. And this language is spoken at the edge of the Caspian Sea in southern Russia. Um, There's only about 1,200 people who still speak this language. Um, And apparently... Who knows if this is true, but apparently uh, for any verb, there could be up to 1.5 million conjugations. And I'm a little bit skeptical about that. I mean, it could be true, but really 1.5 million conjugations of a verb for a language that is spoken by 1,200 people. Um, There is this kind of sort of I'm I'm sure it has an official title, but I can't think of it. But there is this kind of phenomenon where languages, uh, if they're isolated, they become more and more complicated because they don't have to make things simple when they're talking to other people because they don't talk to other people. So if this is one of the most isolated places on the planet, then maybe, maybe, but... I imagined what happened is some linguist went there to the small village and they were like, oh, this is an interesting language. And they're like, oh, yeah, it has 1.5 million conjugations of its verbs. We do. We do. You have to believe us. Here, have another drink. So I'm a little bit skeptical about that claim, but who knows? The next one is Yupik. And I... Um, I, I think that they have chosen Yupik just as a representative of a particular kind of language, not that it is the most bizarre. Um, it's a polysynthetic language. So, words are created that have a very specific meaning. Uh, for example, Tantasukar Tarnik Sai eat ten kiktok, which means he has not yet said again that he is going to he was going to hunt reindeer. And um, they claim that this is sort of 
every single part doesn't have a meaning outside of another part. And Ojibwe is kind of a language like this, but it's just weird because we separate these parts, you know. I So you could say, for example, in Ojibwe, mbakade, which means I'm hungry. But you don't say n or n, n, sorry, you don't say n outside of any other word. But you can put that n in other part, in other words, that so it signifies um, I. And you can use bakade with other words, so it signifies hunger. I am hungry. So, for example, I think it's gbakade, so you're hungry. Something like that. So, I, I think that it's just weird for English, but it's not necessarily bizarre in of itself. Um, their next example, um, Pawnee is, is kind of the same thing. So, they have uh, multiple words that contain more than 30 syllables. But, this is just a question of what is the difference between word and and a sentence. So, the next language, um, actually I think should be on this list just because it's so unknown, and that is the Centalese language. So, we don't really know anything about this language. Um, so, it it's spoken by people on an island called North Sentinel Island in the Indian Ocean. And the reason why nobody knows anything about it is because they shoot arrows at anybody who comes to visit. And it's it's thought that their their language is probably similar to other languages which are spoken on the Adamanese uh, islands. So all of the nouns are based on body parts. But that's just because they're geographically close to each other. But really, linguists don't have any idea. Um, there, there was a great story of this uh, plane that crashed or this boat that sank near the islands and they stayed hidden for two weeks from these people because if they had announced that they had been present to these people, they probably would have been shot. And they're the only people that we know of who have gone to visit this island and come back alive. Um... The next language is also quite interesting. It's called Silbo Gomero, and it's located on La Gomera on the coast of Spain. And it's a whistle language. So basically, this region of Spain is very, there's lots of mountains, and it's hard. You could yell across the mountains but it's hard to like across the valleys and mountains but it's hard to it would be hard to understand what people are saying so with whistles you can communicate using meaning but all of the other you know sounds of the words don't kind of deteriorate over over uh the distance so it's kind of interesting um and the next language is, I think, I had, a, I had a professor of linguistics in university who was uh, an expert or, well, I guess an expert, I mean, he was a professor of African languages, and he 
really wanted people to be interested in African languages. And at the time, I wasn't actually that interested in African languages, but he was, he used, uh, I think I'm going, maybe I'll mispronounce this entirely, but sa, sa. So that, that is how you say the name of the language because it's a click-based language in Africa. It's spoken by about 8 million people. It's one of the most common languages actually spoken in South Africa. And it also has tones like Chinese, like Mandarin. So a, lang um, a word could have a lot of different meanings depending on the pitch and tone. Um, so there's 18 of the consonants are, are clicks. So like I said, the word, it's written X-H-O-S-A. So people would probably in English say Sosha, but the correct pronunciation is something like Ksa. Um, so that's unique for, for people who speak Indo-European languages. There's no clicks and definitely there's no tones. And there's also no clicks or tones in Mandarin. There's tones in Mandarin, but no clicks. So it's an interesting combination of things that Indo-European and a lot of other languages lack. Um, the next language on the list is Pirahao. And Pirahao apparently doesn't have any words for color. And also, apparently, it doesn't have any uh, words for number. So there is light and dark, and there's also many and few. So I think, and these people live in the jungle of Brazil, so probably being specific is not actually that important. Like, oh, how many poisonous snakes are there? Many or few? few there are a few poisonous snakes over here so you still have to be careful but not that careful and the number three entry on the list is rotokas and uh, this is found in papua new guinea it's believed to have about 12 phenomes long and their alphabet because it only has 12 phenomes it's only 12 letters and they don't have any nasal sounds like for example um what's a good example in english running 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 that ing is actually up in your nose and they don't have anything like that so pretty interesting and uh the second last entry on the list is Koshin. I don't know how to pronounce that, but it the the reason it's on the list is because it's not really sure because um, basically this is the language of Bushmen in Africa, and they have it. They're so spread out, and we've done so little research on their language. We don't know that it's one language or it's one language family one language with many dialects or many languages that are completely separate. We just don't know. The Ziri language, for example, has approximately 90 speakers and the Karana language has six to 10. And the last language on the list is one of these groups of Koshin or 
Khoisan languages. Um, and it's exclamation mark X O O or ta. And apparently it has more spoken phonemes than other, any other language in the world. The number of consonants is 164 and 11 of, oh, sorry, not 11, 111 of those are click sounds. Uh, they use four tones, high, mid, low, and mid falling, um, which makes the language even more complicated. So that is a list of bizarre languages in the world. Although I don't like the word bizarre because that makes it sound like other people's languages are different and weird and yours is the normal one. It's only normal for you. For other people, it's not so normal. Um, yeah, so what about my progress in di learning different languages this week? So, um, I don't know if I started this last week, but I am now continuing on with, uh, with the Spanish and I am also continuing or at least, yeah, I would say continuing on with Irish. Uh, I had a book that I, uh, bought when I, I'm trying to see if I can see it on my bookshelf, but I can't, but I had this, uh, linguist, uh, this kind of teach yourself Irish course that I picked up when I was in Ireland and there was CDs and everything. And the Memorize course is just basically that, but in a more modern version. So I was quite happy that I actually knew some Irish, like Tosse Fuar means it's cold. Tosse Fluach means it's warm. Tosse Anfluar means it's really wet. So um, I think I'll do a thing on Irish uh, eventually. Um, but yeah, that's just a little bit of an introduction. So if you want to support this podcast and the continuing quest to improve the, uh, quality of the sound, you can go to patreon.com slash Leverton and support the podcast financially every month. If you have something to say about, you know, any kind of weird language or you are uh, learning lang the language, any of those languages that I mentioned previously, you can contact me on Facebook, uh, on the Facebook page. It's the path of the polyglot. Just click like and leave your message. And that's all I have for you today. So thank you and goodbye.